Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Harbin of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with another episode of the Steelers Hangout, <clears throat> sponsored by Frank Walker Law. I want to talk today about something that we actually know for next season. Uh, we can talk about the NFL draft. We can talk about free agency. We can talk about franchise transition tags, all that stuff. But ultimately, it's all speculation. It's all projections, uh, mock drafts, you name it. They're all the same. What we do know about 2017 are the Steelers' opponents. We also know the Steelers' strength of schedule. This is something that, in my opinion, requires a closer look. Now, before fans, we get into the nuts and bolts of their uh, 2017-2018 opponents, it's important to know how the NFL creates their schedule. Okay, so it's a 16-game schedule. That's not changing next year. It might in the future, but not next year. And so how do they come up with those 18 games? Some people don't know, and if you don't, here's how. First and foremost, you have the four-team AFC North. Steelers are one of those teams. So the other three teams, they play twice. Six games. After that, they are paired up with another AFC division. That's four teams. Now you're at 10 games. After that, you're paired up with an NFC division. Another four teams, 14 games, and then the last two games, which would round out the six, 16 games, are from the AFC divisions where you finished in their respective spots. So, for instance, the Pittsburgh Steelers finished first in the AFC North. They were the winners of the AFC North. Therefore, they will play the AFC East champion and the AFC West champion. So, let's go over who the Steelers are going to be playing in 2017 they are paired with the nfc north and the afc south so if you're not familiar with the divisions and and who belongs to which division the nfc north you have the green bay packers the minnesota vikings detroit lions and chicago bears packers and lions both made the playoffs this past season the vikings and bears did not then you go to the AFC South, Jacksonville Jaguars, Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, and the Tennessee Titans. Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts had bad seasons, relatively speaking. Houston Texans made it to the divisional round, and the Tennessee Titans <coughs> almost made the playoffs if it weren't for Marcus Mariota breaking his leg in the final quarter of the season. The other two teams that they're paired up against would be none other than the New England Patriots, who won the AFC East, and the Kansas City Chiefs, who won the AFC West. So, we know the opponents. We're going to get to where they play them in a second, but I think it's also important that we talk about strength of schedule. Now, strength of schedule is typically broken down into several different categories. The opponents that they're going to face, their win-loss records from the past season, their opponents' winning percentage, and then also point differential and how many 9-plus win opponents they're going to face. Uh, no team in the NFL is going to play more than 10 opponents with 9-plus wins. That's the San Diego Char I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs both have 10 opponents that had 9 or more wins last year. That's a tough, that's a tough stretch. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers are actually towards the bottom of the barrel in this, and that's not a bad thing. That means they have an easy strength of schedule if you're using 2016 as your only gauge. Their opponent's winning or winning win-loss record was 115, 139, and 2. That's a, a, a winning percentage of .453. Six of the teams the Steelers will play had nine or more wins. 
and the point differential of all those opponents is minus 220. That's significant, and that's an easy schedule if you're only using the 2016 season as a barometer. So let's see who they play at home, because if you learn anything about the Steelers, especially Ben Roethlisberger, it is that they typically play better at home at Heinz Field than they do away from the friendly confines of the big catch-up bottle. At home, they have obviously the Ravens, Bengals, and Browns once. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, the Tennessee Titans, the Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, and the New England Patriots. That's a good I think it's good that the, the Patriots are going to have to come to Heinz Field knowing how poorly the Steelers historically play in Gillette Stadium. Now, what about on the road? Again, the Ravens, Browns, and Bengals, but also the Houston Texans. They go back to Indianapolis for a second straight year. Chicago to play the Bears. Detroit, and they have to go back to Arrowhead Stadium where they beat the, the Chiefs in the divisional round. There's your opponents. We won't know the schedule until spring. But at this time, we know who the opponents are and where they'll be played. So looking at this, you have to try to figure out what's their, what are we looking at if we're giving early projections. Okay, we're going back to the prediction aspect of things. Well, the Steelers played the division very well this year. Out of six possible games, they went 5-1. and one. They swept the Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, and they split with the Baltimore Ravens. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store staples.com slash 20 back for details. Honestly, looking at what the Steelers have done so far throughout this offseason, looking what they're probably going to do this offseason, meaning Le'Veon Bell's new contract, potentially, or a franchise tag, Antonio Brown, several other pieces of the puzzle, and several pieces probably added to the puzzle, you have to think that they could easily match their 5-1 and record, or at worst, moving to 4-2. and That's four wins right there. So you have to think that if you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in, uh, Minnesota Vikings even, those are games that most people would say the Steelers are favored to win. So then you have Tennessee, Green Bay, New England. Tougher games, Tennessee's improved, but I think the Steelers should still be favored at home. Green Bay Packers, it might be a little bit closer, and New England might be the only home game the Steelers are not favored in next season. Then you go on the road. Houston Texans. A lot of people thought their team was a, a lot of smoke and mirrors. That was a great defense, the number one defense in the league, and they're going to get J.J. Watt back. That's not going to be an easy game. Indianapolis, Doubt that I doubt the Steelers would be lucky enough to play the Colts without Andrew Luck again, but it's possible. They typically play well in Indy, but at the same time, with Andrew Luck, it's a different beast. The Chicago Bears, they are in a sad state of affairs right now. They don't know what they're going to do with Jay Cutler. Not so sure if that's going to be a tough test, but again, on the road, Windy City, you never know. Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford, that team looks to be like a good team in Kansas City. Going into Arrowhead's never an easy feat. So if you want my way too early prediction for the Steelers' potential 2017 record, I'm going to go with a 12-4 and record. 
I think the Steelers are going to be a really good team. I think that Martavis Bryant's going to come back. I think Sammy Coates is going to play better. I think you're going to see more of the first quarter Sammy Coates than you did see the injured Sammy Coates that never got back into the lineup until the playoffs. Um, I think you're going to see a team that is has a, a little bit more resolve, a little bit more focus. They seem to be getting there each and every year. A little bit more maturation, a little bit more experience. They got one step. They were one step away from the big dance, and I think that they might be able to make that next step. And I know a lot of fans out there might be listening to this, shaking their head, saying there's no chance. I disagree. I think this team is still a very good team, uh, even with the question marks surrounding the team heading in to the uh, the off season. So, who would the losses be? If you have four losses, I have to say Kansas City on the road would be a tough one. I think they might drop that one. Uh, I also think that you split with Baltimore. So that's two losses there. I think you lose to the Patriots just because, well, they're the Patriots. And then Green Bay seems to be a toss-up. I don't know if this team will struggle with the lesser opponents like they have in the past, but that's my gut instinct. I think they're still going to be a great team, although a lot of fans are extremely disappointed in the product and the way it ended in 2016, 2017. It should not deter you from looking at the logistics of this upcoming season and saying, this team has a real chance to contend. Hey, that's something we know. The 2017 Steelers' opponents in strength of schedule has decided how it shakes out well. Aloha, I'm Clifford from Yamano Safeway. Can't decide what to eat? Whether it's lunch or dinner, you'll find a perfect meal in the Safeway Deli. Handcrafted sandwiches, fresh sushi prepared by our in-house chefs, signature salads, our famous fried chicken and tenders. Add a side like creamy mashed potatoes or mac and cheese. All fresh and ready to go every day. Stop by this week to get a hot deal on rotisserie chicken, only $5.88 each with in-and coupon. This is Clifford from Manoa Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.